0: Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part five in our conversation. We hope you enjoy.
1: If you keep eating unhealthy and you continue doing this for the next five years, your body is going to start breaking down. Like so, you, like, so if you choose to eat healthy, your body will slowly get better and you'll be able to sustain it longer. Like that's, that's a realistic one that I think a lot of us deal with. It's like, I don't like the consequences of eating unhealthy are so far in the future, but it's sometimes we just need to say the things that need to be said for those boundaries. So this necessary endings isn't just like we're talking about people, but it's something that it it can be addressed to a whole bunch of different things. Like the guys in the refuge, you have to end your relationship with drugs and alcohol. Just have to. Or it's just, it's, it's obvious it's not going to go well. Unless you want to le- keep living in chaos. Yeah. So it's that second part of that very first quote you said, failing well means ending something that's not working, being addicted to drugs, having it control your life, drinking so much that you lose, that you lose the things that are most important to you. So it's choosing to end that relationship and choosing to do something else better. So it's not, it's not compensating or like, it's like, well, I'm not going to drink, but I'm not going to work. Uh, you know, I'll just stop drinking, but I'm not going to work on myself. That's not much better because you need to address the issue because it's not really loving to just say, well, I'm going to take this problem away not give you something to, to put it in its place. That's, yeah, you got to replace it with something good. Yeah. Yes. Because it's not about taking things away. It's about, it's about giving people the tools. And opportunities to use those new things to fill in the gaps that are like, cause like that's, and that's part of the scary thing about ending relationships. It's like, what is going to go in its place? And that's really scary about in a, whether it's a relationship or a place that you work, like, well, what am I going to like, if you end a, a relationship with where you work? it's like, well, what am I going to put in place? And is it going to be better? And it's and it, it's very true for those, especially with family members, it's like I am ending a relationship with a sibling or a s or a parent. Like what's gonna it's really hard. Like you can't replace siblings and parents and kids. So there's a gap, there's a hole that's gonna be put there and we need to find something that can fill it. Because it's it's gonna it's going to hurt. But it's a it's a it is a good pain to end a relationship that's that is hurting you, consistent, harming
0: who you are. You know, it reminds me of the built to lead principle of keeping the tension where it belongs. People that are in dysfunction, foolish people, um, people in chaos, they tend to want to put their tension on, on other people. And if you love that person, we are apt as human beings, as empathetic people, to want to help them to the point where we might try to take on their tension. But the reality is, is the only the only way for people to grow to maturity, the only way for people to really become whole is they have to own what's theirs to own. Nobody can do someone's work for them. Now, we can walk alongside people. We can work with people, but we can't take on the things that other people are responsible for as our own. People have to own their work. We have to keep the tension where it belongs.
1: Mm. Yeah. And in a profession, like, so there's the, a really good, I, th- I think it's a Drucker There, I think it's, he says, it's the iron rule. It's never do for somebody what they should be doing for themselves. And it's, it's, it's part of us. It's part of our job to figure out what is it that I should do? And what is it that you should do? Because if we're doing something that someone else should, we're not teaching them. We're not giving them the opportunity to learn because that perseverance in someone's life is they have to go through struggle or challenges and a little bit of pain to get better at persevering through things. Like the people who, who impress us, the people that we want to be like have gone through pain. Pain is not the enemy. Pain is a great teacher. It is. And it's like necessary pain has to happen. Like, and usually, usually it means a shift or a change in a relationship. And sometimes it means ending one.
0: And that is okay. When people make poor choices, sometimes the people closest to them want to alleviate the pain that they're experiencing. But oftentimes the person who makes poor choices needs to feel the consequences of that pain. They need, they need to go through the pain. That that was a really good teacher for me
1: as a parent. And then also as like working Working at the refuge, scene, like the consequence, like sometimes a consequence, it, it sounds painful. And it's like, gosh, I just don't want that to happen. Like, you're, but I don't. But like the it, it should be painful, like not unnecessarily, but sometimes someone they need to own their mistake. And we can soften it in. We can soften. The best way we can soften it is by being there for them. Like, man, I'll be here as you deal with these consequences, but I'm not going to take it on for you. That's not that's not loving. That's enabling people.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, I'm gonna read one more quote by Cloud. And I think that that this kind of is a sobering reality that he he leaves us with. Um, I want to leave with some, I think, harsh truth, but also hope. But this last quote I want to read, he says, Your business and your life will change when you really, really get it. That some people are not going to change no matter what you do and that still others have a vested interest in being destructive here's the reality especially for anyone listening who's a helper people in the helps you know if you work at the refuge you know you're constantly trying to help people you're constantly trying to stay healthy yourself the reality is unfortunately this world that we live in there are this isn't everybody again i want to caution us again based on what i said earlier but there are some people that just aren't going to change. And there are some people that have a vested interest in being destructive. These are the evil people, um, the destructive people. They just want to be destructive to be destructive. They find some sort of joy from causing chaos. Um, there is a category, uh, friends, that there are people out there like that. And sometimes really empathetic people. Will experience people like this, and they will spend an inordinate amount of time trying to help them. They will lose sleep over them. They will uh, spend hours and hours trying to help them. But the reality is, some people just are—they're—they're not going to change. And sometimes we have to come to the point where we, you know, where if you're a Christian, like you, you quote unquote, give them to the Lord and you say, God, you know, I'm going to pray for them. I'm going to hope good for them. But at the end of the day, um, I've done all that I can do to serve this person. And I'm going, you know, Ultimately, they need to make their own choices and they have to live with the consequences of their choices. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part six in our conversation. We'll see you then.